Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. Representative Ryan, welcome to another report to your constituents. And this week we'd like to talk about our First Amendment, the decimation, if you will, of our First Amendment protections we've seen in the media, we've seen uh, online, in, in social media. People, cancel culture is just, it's out of control. It is had several unintended consequences it has had several results that no one thought was going to happen we've had a labor shortage we've had mask mandate issues we've had uh problems with supply chains and deliveries we have all kinds of problems that are stemming from people who are unwilling to bow down to one media representation of what's going on can you talk to us about the degradation of our First Amendment rights and, and really what we need to do to get these back and make sure they stay in place? Chuck, I have never been so disappointed in my entire life with the conduct of some people. I spent over four decades in the Marine Corps and the Marine Corps Reserve, uh, including the fact that I retired and they got called out of retirement to go back and serve a tour of duty in Iraq. And I often tell people when you go into the military, you voluntarily surrender your First Amendment rights. I, I didn't have a freedom of speech in the Marine Corps. Uh, I was allowed to speak to the chain of command. I could request masks. I could seek redress in certain ways. But I didn't have a freedom of speech. We saw this most recently with a uh, Marine colonel who, uh, lieutenant colonel, who spoke up against the issues in Afghanistan. And quite candidly, he was very just to do that. But in the military, you give up some of those rights. And he accepted his uh, court-martial. Uh, he received a letter of reprimand and a $5,000 fine. And, and those of us that had been in the military or on active duty understand that. And that's the, the oath of office that we took. But as citizens, we have a responsibility. And in the legislature, I have the ultimate responsibility to make sure that your right of freedom of speech, whether I like what you're saying or not, is protected. As an example, in the Pennsylvania Constitution and our Declaration of Rights, which is our Article 1, I would encourage people to read it. I think more and more people are beginning to realize how important the state constitution is in light of what happened with the government-mandated shutdown of the economy in 2020 over COVID-19. But under the first paragraph, it says, inherent rights of mankind. All men are born equally free and independent and have certain inherent and indefeasible rights, among which are those of enjoying and defending life and liberty, of acquiring, possessing, and protecting property and reputation, and of pursuing their own happiness. And obviously, the men are referring to as mankind that they're referring to. And in that as well, in that same inherent rights, of each individual, we provide the same issue relative freedom of the press and freedom of speech and protection against libel in paragraph seven. And it's extraordinarily strong, uh, and it reinforces the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, which is really something that is unlike other nations in the world. If you were to go to a Commonwealth nation, meaning part of the British uh, Commonwealth, they don't have quite those same rights. And in other words, you can't disparage the government officials in those those areas, and that's a problem. So when I see what's going on in school boards, uh, and do people have to have a, some modicum of decency in how they interact with one another? They absolutely do. 
uh, I'm not recommending a free-for-all, such as following a United States senator into the ladies' room uh, and and chastising her for the way she's uh, exercising her responsibilities as a legislator is, is beyond the pale. And that, but that'll be topic of another conversation. But we've gotten to a point where we've weaponized the Department of Justice and our law enforcement and candidly our medical profession that if you don't comply with what they demand and if you don't speak the way they want you to speak, you're being chastised and threatened with legal action. You know, most people can't afford the legal expenses associated with getting into that kind of an issue. And so this cancel culture nonsense, and it's that, you know, and as a 70-year-old, I feel a lot more comfortable saying that. And someone who's fought to defend other people's rights and freedoms of speech, you know, no one's going to take mine, nor am I going to allow them to take your freedom of speech away. You know, again, we do have to act with civility towards one another. But this idea that you can't express your displeasure at a governmental action uh, is, is absolutely insane that this kind of thing would happen. So what we need to do in the legislature, and I think the public have done it as well, is reaffirm our rights. As an example, uh, in the Pennsylvania Constitution, two amendments to the Constitution were approved, which reaffirmed the rights that citizens had and gave back to the legislature, which we are the duly elected body of the people, that said that the governor's emergency powers needed to be limited. We were the only state in the nation that did that. We're going to be doing a very similar thing with the Disease Control and Prevention Act, which was designed to protect people from people who are sick, and instead it's been weaponized to be used against people who are healthy. And this is an absolute insane perversion of where we're headed to in this process. And it's one of the greatest threats to our liberty. When you see the destruction that took place in so many of our cities, and I'm going to call on the press at this point in time, because when you see the destruction that took place in so many of the cities with the riots and the tearing down of the statues, and, and that was per perfectly okay with many members of the press and many members of the far left who basically said this is an acceptable issue, then that conduct that took place on January 6th, which is equally as wrong, was condemned as being an entirely different issue. And and so I, I would just caution people that we have to start dealing with one another with civility, but we have to reaffirm the value of dissent. That's what makes this republic great is the fact that we have that freedom of speech. We're one of the only nations in the world that has that ability for us to exercise that dissent. In, in our First Amendment, we have freedom of speech, freedom of religion. The government can't mandate a religion to you. We have the freedom of assembly, and we have the freedom to seek redress from government. What great freedoms, and yet in every one of those freedoms is under absolute assault by this cancel culture that's going in. It's one of the greatest threats to our republic since our nation was founded in 1776. And I encourage every American to sit back and repudiate cancel culture, to repudiate some of this wokeness and this silliness that comes about from some of those issues, and in fact be reaffirming the value of that dissent and the open dialogue so that perhaps something good can come out of the dialogue of those people who don't agree with one another by sitting down and talking to one another to find out where we might have common grounds. Read your constitution, read your state constitution, know your rights, and make sure they aren't trampled on. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.